I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU News. Mostly cloudy tonight and the low down to 59. A new poll by the University of Chicago and the AP finds a majority of Americans are concerned about the negative impacts AI could have on the 2024 election. Claudia Morell reports. Those concerns come with the context that many respondents, particularly older adults, don't really understand AI. Here's Ethan Bueno de Mesquita of the Harris School of Public Policy. Maybe half of Americans know about it and half don't. Those who know about it are pretty worried, though. That's because news coverage often focuses on the negative, including the use of deep fakes and chatbots to deceive voters. But Mesquita says AI also has benefits. So making things like generating campaign materials cheaper, uh, making it easier to reach voters, creating like chatbots that are fun for people to interact with. But De Mesquita says tech firms and governments should better educate the public about AI. I'm Claudia Morell. Illinois lawmakers head back to Springfield this week to finish up their fall veto session with several big issues still on the table. It still remains to be seen whether lawmakers will try to override Governor J.B. Pritzker's veto on a measure that would lift the state's moratorium on construction of nuclear facilities. They might instead try to pass a new measure filed last month that addresses the governor's objections. Legislators could consider extending the Invest in Kids Act, which offers income tax credits to people who make donations to scholarship-granting organizations. Critics say it takes money away from public schools. It's set to expire at the end of the year. They could also continue work on measures that would allow state legislative employees to unionize, set district boundaries for the elected Chicago school board, and extend enhanced penalties for repeat gun offenders. Tonight, from 5 to 8 p.m., the Field Foundation of Illinois is partnering with the Southern Illinois Community Foundation to announce racial healing grant opportunities for area nonprofits. The two organizations are hosting a regional launch event at Cocopelli Golf Club and Event Center. Nonprofits in Southern Illinois are encouraged to learn more about the $4.5 million grant opportunity and apply to receive up to $30,000 to fund racial healing and equality work in their respective communities. Applications are due by December 1st. Organizations can apply at healing.illinois.gov. Illinois Democrats are applauding Friday's federal appeals court ruling upholding a state law banning assault-style firearms and high-capacity magazines. Voting 2-1, to one, the appeals court panel ruled Illinois' assault weapons ban does not violate the Second Amendment. Judge Diane Wood wrote in the majority opinion, even the most personal freedoms have their limits, adding there is a long tradition distinguishing between weapons designed for military or law enforcement use and weapons designed for personal use. Governor J.B. Pritzker praised the ruling, saying it's now time for Congress to ban assault weapons nationwide. Gun rights advocates say they'll appeal. The Illinois State Rifle Association says it will ask the Supreme Court to review the state's assault weapons ban. Capital News Illinois reports that the organization was a plaintiff in the Southern District case. The organization issued a statement Saturday saying it was not surprised by the decision and it always intended to take its case to the nation's highest court. Today, Fermilab's new 6,800-acre superconducting quantum materials and systems center garage was opened in Batavia. The garage is one of five Department of Energy National Quantum Information Science Research Centers in the country. Fermilab director Liam Raminga looks forward to the new era that she thinks the opening will introduce. Fermilab is the United States' premier particle physics laboratory, and we are very proud of that. The lab will bring together hundreds of experts that will collaborate on quantum technology and particle physics research. The lab contains the first commercial quantum processor, which could detect dark matter. 
It also has training programs which will help future scientists solve challenges related to quantum studies. I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU News.